Hello, welcome back to Health, my friend. Uh, we have not had an episode since I rebranded and renamed my podcast, I don't believe. So uh, instead of being called Abs with Abby, I rebranded and renamed to Health, my friend, because uh, we talk about all things health on here and how to build healthy relationships with food and exercise and yourself and what health really means. Um, and so I'm glad that you're back. I'm Abby Mallard. I am your podcast host. And I wanted to introduce this podcast episode today because it's a little different than what you normally find on my podcast. Uh, normally, it's just me on this podcast. But I had the honor and joy of being a guest on a podcast a few weeks ago. Um, a friend of mine, runs her own podcast and asked me if I would be a guest on it. And so she did an interview with me uh, asking me just all about uh, my struggles with anxiety and depression and mental health. And also uh, we really got into like what helps me on days when I'm struggling and what has helped me in the past, what still helps me today, and then also just how I got into what I do today as a health and wellness coach, um, a podcaster, uh, helping clients with their relationships with food and exercise and themselves. And so I hope that you enjoy this episode today. I'm excited to share it with you. Uh, and yeah, let's jump right in. Um, I am so excited uh, to do this because you are my first interview. So I think just starting out, let uh, just you can let the audience know a little bit about you and who you are and you can go ahead and do that. Yeah, okay. Um, hi, I'm Abby Mallard. Um, I am a health and wellness coach. I'm 27. I'm married. Um, I love all things music, beach, sunshine, reading. Um, I went to college and have a bachelor's of science in nutrition. So I work um, with a lot of clients around um, nutrition, building a healthy relationship with food. Um, I have a history of eating disorders and depression and anxiety. So just helping people now um, that I'm in a much better place, helping people who are in that same place that I used to be. Um, what else? <laughs> uh, like when I started following you, I think that was one of the things that um, like really stood out to me is that you're very open about like your anxiety and you have the blog that you started about your eating disorder. And it was something that like a lot of people don't talk about. It's almost like, they're scared that people are going to judge them. So I like following people who kind of like me, we're just like open about what we're going through when we talk about it. So kind of share what your journey has been like with like your anxiety and your depression and your eating disorder, kind of like how your journey with that has gone from like the beginning to now. Yeah, well, thank you. I really appreciate that first off. Um, one of my biggest goals, I guess, in life and in running by my business and having a social media platform is to be very authentic and real because I think a lot of times people who struggle with things like that, um, it doesn't get talked about a lot. And I think that people feel like they're alone in that a lot. And so I don't ever want anyone to feel like 
their loan. Um, so I think that I've struggled with anxiety my whole life. I don't think I knew it when I was a kid, um, but I definitely struggled. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, depression hit me pretty hard in college. Um, and then I had my first actual panic attack um, when I was in college and had no idea what was happening. So I ended up in the ER um, and uh, tried a lot of different antidepressant and anti-anxiety medications and nothing was really working for me. Um, and I finally was like, well, they say that exercise is the best <laughs> antidepressant. So I guess I'm just gonna give it a try because I hated exercising at that time in my life. Um, so I had actually signed up as a Beachbody coach um, like that same year and had access to all of our amazing programs and had a coach, but just had never actually done anything with it or stuck with anything. So I started a workout program through Beachbody at home so I didn't have to go to a gym or be around anyone. Um, and I stuck with like a three week program and it really did help with my depression. And so that's actually what got me into like working out and, um, and yeah, working out and using workout programs and like helping other people get into workouts as well. Um, eating disorder wise, I struggled with an eating disorder from about 13 to 18. Um, I struggled a lot with bulimia and um, I, it was really like a coping mechanism for me. Um, I felt very controlled and I needed something that I could control. Um, and I finally, um, I finally told my parents because no one knew um, that whole time. And when I was about 17, I wrote my mom a letter because I could not tell her like vocally face to face. And uh, I started seeing a dietitian and a counselor and that really, really helped me. Um, but then also adding on working out along with that just really helped me like heal fully from my eating disorder. And I think I was like looking at it too, because I don't think people realize that like having an eating disorder is like part of like having a mental health illness too. It's like, it falls into that category. So I think a lot of people like when they think of that, they're like, no, that's, that's not the same as like anxiety or depression or like any of the other stuff. Like, no, that's on a whole different level. But really like when I researched everything, I was saying like, oh no, that falls into the same category. So I was like, wow. And then just like, I saw you writing your blogs and stuff about it. I'm like, I love just how open you are about it. Just like talking about it and sharing with people because I think that's so important for people to realize that like you can go through something but still be like living every day and like coping with it and all that stuff and not be like, feel like you're living by yourself and going by yourself and doing it by yourself type of thing. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people do feel very alone when they go through things. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if, like, do you said because you went into beach body and everything, so almost becoming a beach body coach has also helped 
with everything else because that gives you a purpose to help other people. Yes, yes. So when I was younger, like my main goal and like I always I always wanted to help people. Like I didn't know what that was going to look like, but that's I always wanted to help people. And yeah, signing up with Beachbody was like the best thing that ever happened to me because it gave me a place to start, to start sharing my story and helped me um, really grow as a person and also take care of my own health. And it gave me a really good platform um, to start running my business like I do now and um, to help people. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think too, it's like almost like a lot of people, I think, feel that way. They're like, oh, I want to do this and I want to help people. But then it's like, okay, well, how am I going to do that? Or what am I going to do? And then it's almost like when you find that one thing, you're like, oh yeah, I could do this and help people. And then you feel like so good doing it. It's almost like rewarding to be like, oh yeah, I started coaching and now I'm helping people, but also sharing what I'm going through. So if I have people that are going through it, they know that I'm there for them. And I just yeah. love that. Yeah, thank you. I do too. I love it so much. I'm so grateful that I get to do what I do. Yeah. Uh, another thing I was going to ask you is what you do to improve your mood. Like if you know you're having real bad anxiety or going through your depression, like what is something that you do that improves your mood to maybe shift it? Um, so a few things, um, if I'm having like a really funky day where I just feel kind of like down and depressed, um, even if I don't feel like it, I try to at least get some type of movement in, whether it's a workout or like a dance party, I'm, I always am dancing, um, or singing along to happy music, um, also getting outside. Um, if I'm feeling very anxious and like, uh, for me, anxiety presents a lot physically, so I get like a racing heart, heart palpitations, that kind of thing, and sometimes I'm really tired. So if I'm feeling that way, um, a lot of times I'll just allow myself to rest. Um, I'll do yoga if I feel like it, or um, but on those days I do more of the calming things for myself. So like I have a weighted blanket that really helps with anxiety. Um, I have an acupuncture mat that I got off of Amazon um, that really helps um, like small things like that that help to calm my nervous system. That's what I do on the like harder day anxiety wise. But if I'm just like feeling blah, then I try to like hype myself up. <laughs> yeah because that was another thing too when I was like thinking around like I almost think people who don't suffer with a mental health illness almost think that like if I have depression you have depression oh well you guys have the same symptoms and you guys like act the same or it's all the same for you and it's like I don't think people realize like my anxiety is going to look different from what you are doing on your days with anxiety it's totally different for everybody so not everybody like most people are like, okay, our heart races and we get sweaty. And it's like, of course you have those like little things here and there like, oh yeah, they're the same. But there's like things that you do that'll calm you down. And things that I do are so different. And I yeah. think that's what was one of the things when I started this podcast and like, I just want people to realize that like, 
not everybody who suffers suffers the same way. It's very yeah. different for everybody. Yeah, everyone is different and what works for one person might not work for the other person. And like along those lines, like when I first started struggling with anxiety and like panic attacks, I honestly didn't realize that other people were having the same physical symptoms as me yeah. because I'd never heard about that before. Like I just knew of anxiety and heard of anxiety as like your mind and yeah. like your brain and thoughts racing and not the actual physical things, which is what I really started struggling with. And so, yeah, everyone is so different. I think that's too, like you said, a lot of people are so worried about opening up about it, but then you realize when you open up about it, how many people you can relate to. And then you're like, okay, well, what do you do on the days you feel like this? Oh yeah, maybe I should try what you're doing and see if it works for me. And these are what I do on the days I feel bad. And it's almost like you connect with someone on a different level that way too. You're like, yeah. all right, you kind of know what I'm going through and I know what you're going through. So then I don't feel so alone while I'm going through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that you recently moved and we're talking about the anxiety of moving. So how was that? Yes. Um, change has always been a very hard thing for me um, and definitely triggers my anxiety and like disrupts my nervous system. Um, so moving has definitely been a big thing, um, but it's going well. Um, I, even though, like, even though change is hard, um, this was a really good change. And so, like, I think that's also sometimes where people, um, don't realize, like, you can have anxiety even around a really good thing, <laughs> even yeah. if, yeah, even if it's really good, like, it can still be big and hard and, um, have anxiety wrapped up around it. So, yeah, my anxiety has definitely been a little higher since moving, just being in a new uh, state, a new area, not knowing where I'm at, um, not really knowing anyone in the area, but I've definitely been um, taking care of myself the best that I can and feel like I'm getting settled and um, it's really good of the anxiety. <laughs> uh, something else that I wanted to talk about is like uh, the support you get from a partner because mm -hmm. for me I believe strongly that like when you're going through something you either have friends or you're in a relationship with somebody who knows what you're going through and having your partner be like a support system on those days when you're really bad when like they know if you walk down the stairs or you walk by them they're like okay wait something is not right like they automatically know what's wrong with you. And then they also like try to help you on those days. And I was wondering how your husband, if he notices those things is very, like how he helps you through those. Yeah, um, he is my best support system. I am so grateful for him. Um, he's my best friend and my greatest support. And I think that um, one of the things that he helps me with the most when it comes to my anxiety is um, allowing myself to actually express how I'm feeling. Um, I 
that's one thing that I've really struggled with is actually talking about how I feel and expressing emotions and letting things out. I tend to like stuff everything down inside. Yeah. Um, so he's super helpful in like getting me to actually say how I'm feeling. Like it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling and it's okay to express how you're feeling. You don't have to keep it all inside. Um, and then like he does silly things to make me laugh and cooks me dinner and you know little things like that just yeah. to help cheer me up and also help support me if I'm feeling really overwhelmed I feel like that's so crazy because I feel like I like I'm the same way like I hold everything in and mm -hmm. then I'll get to the point where sometimes like I it's like I explode with emotion and I just start crying and then my fiance is like, what is, what is going on? Like I asked you earlier if you were okay. And you said, everything's fine. Even though I know it wasn't. So I know that like on the days I'm like that, he'll like push for me. He's like, just tell me what's wrong. And you're like, oh, I don't feel comfortable telling you, but I guess I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like one of those things are like, I'll just hold it in until I can't hold it in anymore. Right. <laughs> and then it will all come out yeah. <laughs> in tears or anger or yeah. something. And then they're like standing there confused. They're like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> I thought everything was fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I'm also wondering how how your mental state was during COVID. Because I feel like for a lot of people who didn't deal with anything, was was for the first time in their life was dealing with like, oh, okay, wait, now I'm at home. Now I'm stuck at home. And then for a lot of people, that was like the first time they had to deal with anything mentally like, oh, wow, now I'm having anxiety about work. And like now I'm maybe dealing with some type of depression. So I'm wondering how that was for you. In going yeah. That. Yeah. Um, COVID was hard yeah. <laughs> on a lot of different levels. Um, so my husband actually works in the health field. Okay. Um, and so that was hard. Um, seeing everything pretty firsthand. Um, and then also just, there was a lot of change. Like you said, you know, we were, neither of us worked from home before yeah. COVID started. And then um, my husband worked fully from home pretty soon after COVID hit. And I was still working um, full-time outside of the home at a chiropractor's office. Um, and then actually got sick from going to work and um, my husband and I both had COVID. Um, and then after that is when I made the decision to quit my job and stay home uh, full time and um, work on my business full time. So there was a lot of a lot of change, which was induced a lot of anxiety. Um, and we lived in a very small one bedroom apartment and both worked from home. So um, as much as I love Rick, it was a lot sometimes both of us being on calls or hearing each other all day long and not really having any space. Um, and uh, at first when COVID started and I was at home working on my business, like it was a lot of excitement for me because it was something that like I had wanted for a long time was to fully be able to focus on my business. So I feel like the first half of half a year year was pretty good 
um, as far as work goes, because I was really focused on like doing new things and um, had a lot of things to like keep me busy. But then as it just kept going on and on and on um, with just the state of the world and being at home yeah. and everyone's views on everything, like I started to, um, I guess it's a form of anxiety. I, I was feeling more like angry with people <laughs> than anxious. Yeah. Um, but I think it was just anxiety kind of presenting itself in a different way. Um, but COVID also was really hard for me with my anxiety because a lot of my anxiety is based around health. Yeah. Um, and so like getting sick was very scary. And then just also like the um, idea of, that we might get sick or like the fear of getting sick was pretty hard for me at first until I started to work through some of that. Yeah, I think that's why I think a lot of people are like, you don't realize until COVID hits, they're like, wow, a lot of people are like, wow, this is the first time I'm dealing with like anxiety and now I'm upset. And it's like, it, it just kept going on. It's like, it always felt like it was never ending. You're like, oh my gosh, like, when is this going to end? When am I going to go back to work? Like, when is life just kind of slowly going to get back to normal for like a lot of people? I think it, they, it was like a hit on are like, wow, like, if this doesn't end, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And they like, for the first time mentally, were like home with their kids or with their spouse. And it's like, you're on top of each other. And like you said, you're trying to do a meeting over here and then take the kids and do a meeting over there. And it's like, you're like, wow, this is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I think COVID was definitely something, I think for a lot of people, it was just like, it hit you and you're like, wow, like, this is what it's like to like feel this certain way and realize that people feel this certain way like almost every day or all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it was interesting. Um, you know, like you said, it just felt like it went on and on and on. And that was something um, that I talked about with my therapist was like, you know, she told me she was like, this is not like a normal crisis or like hard thing that we just work through and get over because like it's still happening <laughs> it's yeah. a constant and that's harder um that was a very hard thing for a lot of people yeah so the last thing i think i want to talk to you about is you have a podcast yes it is abs with abby i yes. am a listener of the podcast <laughs> and thank you <laughs> you also just recently started doing blogs but I think the blogs you do are posted on an, another website, correct? Yes. Yeah. So um, I actually just renamed my podcast today. So I will okay. speak the name. Um, it's called Health, My Friend. Okay. Um, yeah, so but, I saw that like sneak peek uh, coming soon on your yes, story today. Yes, coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> yes. Um, so Health, My Friend, you can find that. Um, on Apple or Spotify or Breaker, pretty much anywhere that you get your podcasts. Um, and then the articles that I write, they go up every Tuesday and it's posted on unhurry.in. Um, it's a, not, a nonprofit health and wellness company 
Um, and my column is called Food, My Friend. Um, but if anyone's looking for those things, um, an easy way to find them all is under my social media, um, Instagram, Abs with Abby, new. Um, I have a link tree that has all of those links. So if you're looking for any of them, they're all right there for you. Yes, and I will link that in the description notes so everybody can find you and your podcast and the blogs and everything. So to end the podcast, I think if you had any tips for people who struggle with any mental health illness, what would be one tip or a few tips that you would tell people, even maybe people who still don't openly talk about it and are scared to talk about it, what kind of tips would you have for them? Yeah, um, I think one, find someone that you can talk to, whether it's a therapist or a close friend or someone that you follow on social media or someone that you feel comfortable with, find at least one person that you can talk to so that you're not completely alone in it because you're not alone. Um, and then two, have a lot of freaking grace for yourself. <laughs> like life is hard and it's okay that you're feeling the way that you're feeling. It's normal. A lot of us feel that way. Um, and don't beat yourself up for it because that just makes it worse. Yes, I love that. That's like the end, I think, uh, end of every podcast episode. That's like one of my lines is like, you are never alone. Like I think people, I just want people to know that like you're not alone. There are people out there that struggle with the same thing you're struggling with. So if you almost like find those groups where you can talk to somebody about where you're going through and connect, it will just be like so much better for you. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for being my first podcast interview. Uh, yes, I'm honored. Thank you for having me. Yes, this has been amazing. Yes. And thank you so much for being so willing to just share like what you're going through and what you go through and being so open on social media as well. Oh, thank you. You too. Thank y'all for tuning in to that. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation between Dolores and I. Uh, it was such an honor for me to be able to do that with her and share some of my story. And I hope that you walked away from that feeling a little less alone. Uh, your struggles, you are not the only one who struggles. And um, I think a lot of times when we're struggling, we feel very isolated and very alone. And so I want you to know that you are never, ever, ever alone. And if you ever need someone to talk to, you can always reach out to me. Um, I'm going to link my Instagram profile to this episode um, in the show notes and also put my email there. So if you ever feel like you need someone to talk to or want to reach out, please know that you are always welcome. Um, there is no judgment here. There is only love. And I am here if you need anything. Um, I hope, again, that you enjoyed that and got something from it. And come back again next month for Health, my friend. Have a great Tuesday.